Hey everyone, what is up? It is Jeff from Modern Combat Serial Magazine, and welcome to podcast episode number 254. Okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm constantly telling you that most gunfights happen in the space of less than nine feet away. Typically as a result of either an escalated argument or a criminal ambush attack, right? It only makes sense that if this is the most probable scenario that you'll face in real life, then the vast majority of your firearms training should be focused on the skills that you'll need to survive at these extreme close distances. Well, not to be accused of being a trainer of one-trick ponies out there, there actually is some value in training at longer than close combat distances. In fact, even at extreme long distances. I'll tell you why and how in this week's episode. But first, don't forget to grab this week's free show notes, including a handy-dandy one-page cheat sheet covering all the main points you need. All you need to do is head on over to www.moderncombatandsurvival.com slash 254 and download it all absolutely free. And now, let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. All right, hey there, welcome back everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine. And okay, so listen, the handgun is obviously designed for close quarters combat. It wasn't meant to be a long distance rifle, but it actually has the ability to be accurate much further out than close quarters combat ranges. Now, some will say that you can be accurate just with your own supported hand structure there at 40 to 50 yards out. Now, when I put a handgun into my Roni, the uh, my carbine conversion kit, with it has the ability to have a brace, I have a front hold on it, I have my sights on it, and that pushes the accuracy of the handgun much, much further out. But that's because it's stabilized. That's because I have sights that I can use. I have all the things that kind of take it, a handgun and make it as close to a rifle as I possibly can. So obviously when you have all of those different factors, when you can use both hands, when you can use a brace against your shoulder, you can get a cheek uh, weld on there to, to be able to help stabilize things and, and, and get your accuracy down with your sights so that it's repetitive. Well, all of that is going to make that handgun much more accurate. Those are conditions that you don't have when it's just you and a handgun and no other, no, no carbine kit or anything like that, right? So long distance shooting isn't ideal under most conditions because of the loss of accuracy they have when you don't have all those other factors that, that make it accurate inside of a carbine conversion kit. But let's talk about some of the benefits of shooting without any sort of aid to the weapon itself, just supported with, just with your hands. Let's talk about some of the benefits of training for long distance shooting, okay? So first let's talk about tactically. So tactically, there's a good reason why you might be forced to shoot long distance or have the opportunity or the benefit of shooting long distance. For example, it could be that you are not being attacked yourself, but you're defending a bystander. So it could be somebody that's being stabbed or beaten and you don't have that opportunity or you don't have the time to be able to close the distance to be able to stop an attacker. If it looks like somebody truly is in a, in a, uh, a, a it's a criminal attack and you and you have to defend somebody you might have that opportunity to be able to shoot at longer distances there to be able to um, stop that person from attacking another person 
The other opportunity, the other most obvious thing here that's an opportunity is an active shooter scenario where you do have an indiscriminate shooter out there that is, it could be at a shopping center, it could be anywhere that you're, where, you're, where, you're, where you have your concealed weapon. And again, you might not be able to close the distance. There could be a lot of chaos, people running around. This person is shooting and every time they're pulling the trigger, that is one more person that could be killed, right? So if you have a clear shot, you might be better off taking a long distance shot if you can be accurate with it than you would in trying to close the distance and take this person out, all right? So those are just a couple of reasons why long distance shooting tactically could be the best option that you have with your handgun, all right? So let's talk about foundationally. So even at close distances, you still need to be accurate, even at extreme close distances. Again, you're responsible for every round that comes out of that gun. And even at extreme close distances, a lot of people miss. Now we talk about several times how even the best trained police officers, arguably the best trained police officers on the planet, um, over at Los Angeles Police Department have a 28% hit ratio at extreme close quarters distances in real gunfights. So obviously you're not going to be as, typically you're not going to be, most of you are not going to be as good as a well-trained police force is and, and, and have the benefit of the training that they get access to. Um, so your rounds, are even at extreme close quarters distances, are going to largely miss the target. About one out of every four that you shoot, if you're lucky, is going to actually hit your target. Now, the reasons for that at those close distances is because you have all kinds of other factors that are taking place there. In other words, you have the extreme close quarters, you have a moving target, you could be grappling with somebody, um, you're obviously the adrenaline is going to be right through the roof because you are in that close proximity where this person can strike you or shoot you or stab you. And so you do have all of those factors that are ramping up the adrenaline right in that close quarters distance. You're not going to be able to use your sights at that distance. So you have all the factors there working against you for accuracy. The only thing you have working for you is that you are close and hopefully you've taken our close combat quarters. Uh, our, our close quarters combat uh, shooting course, where we talk about some of the factors that do go into being able to be accurate, be able to stop an attacker at that close range. However, even at close ranges, a lot of your rounds can actually miss the target. So foundationally, even at close distances, you still need to be accurate and long distance shooting refines the basics that are needed for accuracy. You're going to have you're not going to have those same factors that are ramping up your adrenaline when you have that distance between you and attacker, then you're not going to be you're not going to have that adrenaline dump that you normally that you normally would. Now, you're still going to feel adrenaline. Anytime you're getting ready to pull the trigger on a human being, you're going to feel an adrenaline rush, but it's not going to be that panic that you're going to have when somebody is right up close to you. So you have more factors to be able to be more accurate at the longer distances. You can work on trigger control more. You can work more on supporting with your your um, non-shooting hand. You, you, have all, you have the ability to hone in on all of those factors. And when you do that at long distances, that will carry over into your short range training also. All right. So foundationally, you're going to improve the skills that you need to be more accurate with a handgun. All right, let's talk about mentally. Mentally, just shooting at these long distances breaks you out of that close quarters combat mode where you can get sloppy. Again, if you are in close quarters, the benefit that you have is that you are close enough to a person that 
the movement a little bit to the left or right with your handgun isn't going to make that much of a difference when you're at close range. At longer distances, that movement left or right, up or down is going to make a drastic difference, okay? Because the further that bullet travels out, it might only be one or two millimeters off from your aiming point when you pull the trigger at the point where the bullet comes out of the gun, but at longer distances, that could be a foot or more away from your intended target, okay? So this breaks you out of getting sloppy in close quarters combat mode, thinking that you don't need to be super accurate there. You do still need to be accurate, okay? The other thing it does for you mentally is it boosts your confidence and your ability to be accurate at any distance, including close quarters combat distances, okay? So as you dial in your accuracy at long range, you're going to find that it does carry over, but it's going to give you that confidence that you know if you can hit a if you can hit a target out there at 40, 50 yards away, and be accurate with it, then you know, or or it's going to give you that confidence that you can do that close by. Okay. All right. Last thing we'll talk about, because I have a, a drill that I want to share with you here, is going to be motivationally. Okay. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a new drill that you can do at the live fire range. Now remember. I'm mostly telling people to go to the dry fire range, right? So I tell most of your most of your training should be done at the at your dry fire range at home. Okay, 80% of your training should be done dry fire. But you do want to go to the live fire range also to confirm that the skills that you worked on dry fire wise can also play out with live rounds. Okay, so this is going to actually give you a new drill that you can take to the live fire range. So it makes it fun. And look, if shooting is fun, you're going to do it more often. And if you do it more often, you are going to be a better shooter, a better protector. Okay, so let me go ahead and give you now the drill that you can do the next time you're at the live fire range to do this. Okay, so number one, you're going to need a range, right? Okay, but you kind of need a little bit of um, a little bit of a special type of ranger. So you might have to do a little bit of searching, but hopefully you don't have to. Okay. Now the best thing is going to be a, a private range that you have, or you have access to, and a stationary target. So you know where the the target is is right there where the um, the safe backstop is, and you are going to be the one moving. But you need to have the ability to be close to the target and then step yourself away from the target without having to wait for other people. So typically a any sort of a live fire range where you have people to the left of you and people to the right of you, you're gonna be down range for a lot of this um, if, if you're at, the, at like an outdoor live fire range, okay? So you need something where you have the freedom to be able to move on the range in close proximity to the target and far enough away from the target, okay? Again, the, you're looking at longer ranges here. So you wanna be able to go out to about 40, 50 yards away from the target there, okay? So that's gonna be the best live fire range you're gonna be able to get access to. Now, the other thing that you can do if you are at a range that's like an indoor range that has a mechanical target line on it where, or you know, it could just be that pulley system that you're using either with your hand, most of them are mechanical though, where you can set the target out at further distances. But what you are looking for are longer distance ranges okay so one that i have local to me in the austin area uh reds range out there i'll give a plug for them reds out on 290 has a 100 yard range indoors and a lot of times people will use that for like rifle training or something right but you have the ability to use this now 
like that 100-yard range is going to give you a much better uh, opportunity to be able to put your target out there both close and far away without having to worry about the other people around you, okay? Because you can continue to shoot and everybody else around you on left and right can shoot whatever they're shooting at, all right? So that takes care of the range. Okay, so now let's talk about the target. So I'm, you know, you may have heard the, uh, the, the phrase aim small, miss small, right? Well, I prefer to say aim small, hit small. I mean, why put a negative in there, right? I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to miss it. I'm aiming small. I'm going to hit small. Okay, but you're going you're gonna to need a target that has a small bullseye on it. Preferably, it's either going to be a separate bullseye. So I've even seen some uh, silhouette targets that have like a small bullseye on the left or right of the head. Basically, anything that you can you can aim small at. It's going to be you're looking for a very small place to be able to shoot. Okay. Now the other option that you have here is going to be um, the ox target. So if you don't, if you're not familiar with the ox target, it's a splatter target. It's a diagnostic target. This is my preferred method that you use. Um, you can get these over at oxtarget.com and that's ox just like O-X, uh, oxtarget.com. This is from my friend, Mike Ox, who um, he invented this target. That's basically like having a trainer right there at the range because it allows you to diagnostically look at why you're shooting in different areas. And this is going to be important, especially important for longer range distances here. Okay. So um, I highly recommend getting the ox target. Now that does not have like a, um, it doesn't use like a separate small bullseye. So it has a unique pattern on it that will actually help you to bring your eyes into where the bullseye is. Okay. If you, when you go to that, um, that website, you'll see what I mean there. It's almost like a cross across the entire target that is easy to see and it'll allow you to shoot at the bullseye there. Okay. Um, so you can, you, and again, so you have two different choices here. You can either get, I prefer either like a, a, a bright neon yellow target with a black bullseye on it that's separate from the rest of the target or again preferred is going to be the ox target over at oxtarget.com okay so that's going to take care of the target now what you want to do is you want to set that target up okay and you want to make sure that the the target is at about preferably at about center mass height okay so you're you're shooting at the at the the height that you would normally want to shoot at at those distances that you're going to be at also okay all right so what you're going to do is you're going to put the target up and you want to be just five feet away from the target and you want to aim right at the bullseye okay even if you don't hit it you need to make sure that you're aiming right dead center at the bullseye okay so you're going to take your time with this this is not a speed drill this is to build the accuracy that you need at these longer distances. Because look, if you if it's an active shooter scenario, you're going to have the ability there to be able to take your time to get a more accurate shot. You're not just going to whip out old Betsy and start plowing down rains, uh, rounds down range there, right? So you're going to take your time with this. Speed is not of the essence. So you're going to aim for the bullseye and take one shot. If you don't hit the bullseye, don't take another shot. Don't worry about it. That's what you're aiming at. That's what you hit. All right. Now what you're going to do is you are going to back up or if you're at a range that has the pulley system, you're going to put the target out about another five feet. So it's not that far. Okay. It's not that far. You're just going to put it out about another five feet and you're again going to aim at the bullseye. 
Now, don't worry about getting the bullseye again. You're just aiming at the same spot. So you don't want to try and shoot where your other round was. You're having the same exact aiming point every single time you pull that trigger. Okay. Now, this is the other thing I like about the ox target is that because it is a splatter target, you'll see where the round hits. It'll it'll be a neon yellow where the bull where the bullet goes so you'll know instantaneously whether or not you're hitting in the same hole which is the ideal thing here right so ideally you're going to hit the bullseye and you're only going to have one hole each time that you pull the trigger there is that going to happen no not likely but you'd be surprised how well you can do as you do this drill okay and as you build these accuracy factors in there all right so Again, you're going to come out, either put the target out another five feet if you're on the pulley system, or you're going to step back another five feet, again, aiming at the bullseye, slowly taking aim, slowly pulling that trigger back, and trying again for the same for the same bullseye spot. All right. Now, you are going to keep doing this until you start to see the round straying more than about three inches apart. So we really are trying to get a tight shot group here. Okay, now it's going to be harder and harder as you back up five feet, five feet, five feet, five feet. But once you start seeing that your round strays more than three inches outside of a, outside of a three inch shot group, you want to stop right there and you want to continue to shoot at the bullseye at that range to see what your next rounds do. Okay. Now, if it was just one stray round and your next round goes into that three, then you take another five steps back. But if you find that your, round, your rounds are again kind of going over and they're, and they're outside of that three inch range, okay, then we know that you're doing something wrong. Now, what that is, that's going to take either an instructor to be able to show you what that is, or you might be able to self-diagnose. But this is where the ox target really comes in handy because the diagnostic charts that are on there and the and the um, the guide that comes with it will tell you what you are doing wrong. OK, so it's going to help you out a lot with figuring out what to do wrong and then you can correct it right there and you can start to adjust your arc, your accuracy at, the, at that range right then and there. OK, so that's what I like. You can you can fix the problem right there and then reinforce it by continuing on with the drill. All right. So you're going to keep doing this over and over and over again. OK, every five feet until you can get out. I mean, you might find yourself getting out to 25, 30, 40 yards away, maybe even up to 50 yards away where you can start really being accurate with it out there. OK. All right. So that's the drill. Now, there's a couple of advanced tips that I can add in here as well. All right. So one thing I've found to be really helpful is I can set my smartphone up on a tripod that's a little ways away from the target, right? Because I certainly at, at longer ranges, I don't want to I don't want to shoot my my iPhone, right? That's a that's something I don't know if the uh, my insurance policy. Actually, I think my insurance policy on my phone does cover that, quite frankly. But anyway, I go ahead and I set up my um, my phone on a tripod and I zoom it in at the target. Okay, so it's far enough away. It only needs it can be like 10 feet away or so. And I zoom it in so that it's that the camera is right on the target. All right. So that's what I'm talking about is using the camera of the phone. Now what I do is I have an i an iPhone watch. Now there are other phones out there, there are other watches that integrate with the phone as well. But I have my smart my what is it, an Apple watch. And there is a function on there that integrates with the phone for taking pictures. It's meant to be able to you know, take pictures of you and other people and be able to you know, have your phone set up on a tripod and you can use your phone to take a picture of you. Now, what it does, though, is I can actually look and see on my, on my watch where that last round went. So when I shoot, 
if, if the further I get back, it's going to get harder and harder to see that round. So with my setup, with my Apple Watch and my iPhone, I can go ahead and see exactly where my rounds are hitting each time. So that that helps out to be able to, to, to see it there. OK, um, the other thing that is advanced here is that once you get out to a, a good size, a good distance there where you're finding yourself to be very accurate, do the same exact drill with one hand with your strong supporting shooting hand, okay? And then try and do the same exact thing because that's gonna really help you with one-handed shooting, which we talk, which I do talk about a lot, which is a very beneficial thing. It's a very natural thing. Like people tend to want to shoot one-handed when they're attacked. So this is gonna help with your accuracy for one-handed shooting, okay? And if you, um, if you want my advice on the um, one-handed shooting, this is something that I did an entire podcast on. Don't know the number of it right now, but I will go ahead and put that down in the uh, the show notes here where the where you're listening to the podcast on the blog. OK. All right. So that covers the drill, all the reasons why for long risk, long distance shooting with a handgun, as well as the advanced tips there. What I'd like to hear back is from you. What is the distance that you've been able to stay accurate to go ahead and give this a try it out at the range and then come back and let me know. What distance are you getting out to your first time through? And then you can use that to be able to go back. Um, the ox targets, you get a whole bunch of, I think you get 20 of them. So this is something that you want to continuously do. Maybe once a month, you go to the live fire range and you try this drill. Helps you with accuracy, gets your long distance shooting down. It's fun. You can kind of test yourself and see if you went farther than the last time. I think you're going to have a blast with this, all right? But come on back to the blog and let me know how you did. All right. And until our next Modern Combat Mr. Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.